Go and use that USB C for later. <laughs> Am I threatened? Am I threatened though? I'm very territorial. Very territorial. <laughs> Scott knows I'm very territorial. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Enjoy your day, you fucking cunt. But am I bothered? No, I'm not bothered. Your dress looks shit, you <laughs> your, your dress looks shit. Oh my God, can you imagine saying that to someone? <laughs> <laughs> so fun. do 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 Love, main gland. Wa-la-la-la, wa-la-la-la, wa <laughs> No, don't. I don't want to know about what you're eating quietly. <laughs> has anyone... Surely there is there's ASMR porn, isn't there? Did, don't you just mean ASMR? I'm eating the pussy now. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. No, don't. Are we recording? Yeah, but we're not <laughs> Okay, there is. Of course there is. There is. ASMR colon Lovely hairy girls try rimming and cunnilingus. <laughs> lovely hairy girls. Alexa's ASMR special Big ass milf with messy cum shot pussy. Amateur milf cunnilingus close up face sitting orgasm ASMR. Not listening. Why not? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe you should try and be sure. Oh yeah, it's because I um I'm actually looking at the song list of. Songs that feature in the normal people television hit drama. Because there's a song that I recall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Some man in a beanie. I don't know. He seemed drunk. He came in. He turned off all the lights. I, I don't know what was going on. Ow. Oh, he hurt himself. <laughs> he made a big deal about it. I <laughs> Hey, it was a big achievement for me. Wearing a beanie or? To not hurt myself. Good on you. For the period of time that I <laughs> didn't hurt myself. Hello, hello. I had notes um, for this episode, but um, I've written over them hastily. Can you read us what you've written over them? Quite nice, italics, Alana. Oh no, I can't. I can't say what I've written over them because it's my last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love you very much, Alana. Mm, Alana. You mm. love yourself. Yeah, uh, a bit inky, nice but very affirmation, nice. Really. Um, I love them. Should I write with a fountain pen? Wow, this is nice to write with. Very nice indeed. Lots of love, Alana. I mean, it's weird you brought all your fountain pens around just to write on the pad in my house <laughs> like that. So, I just discovered when Sam went to the bathroom that he has a collection of fountain pens that I used like an excited child. Um, and I do like to write with them. But, y- you know, when you're in the newsagent, they provide you with that small pad that you can test pens on. Mm-hmm. What do you write? 
uh, my name over and over. Over and over. <laughs> yeah. We have no other words in that moment. And this is exactly what I've done here. You know, sometimes I tr- describe the phenomenology of using the pen. Yeah, right. So, so I'll be I like, oh, it's quite nice, bit isn't inky. it? <laughs> yes. This is exactly what I've done. It's quite nice to write with. Nice indeed. Lots of love, Alana. A <laughs> uh, bit inky, but very nice. Like a um, letter to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Dear Alana, <laughs> do you like the pen? So now I've written all over my notes. Okay, let's talk it out. Let's just... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> Sophie, 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 Grada, 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 Suicide, 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 Sophie, 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 So, she... So, tonight, we watched uh, episode 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this upbeat enough for you, Sam? It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Especially because we watched episodes 20 No, we and watched 19. We? Okay. And then we started, or we just, we needed more, which is happening recently. Yeah. We're One epi is not to enough. up our dose. So we watched 19, and then we went to watch episode 20, and it was a recap. It was a boring recap episode, which I think they called the hot, the hot edit or something. I think it was m- some musical edit. No, they just do it every five. Oh, the hot list. The hot list, exactly. The hot list. That's what they call it. So we didn't watch episode 20 being the hot list episode and then we watched episode 21. So we watched two episodes back to back. Mm. Um, Look, I don't know. I felt it was compelling, kind of. (laughs) I don't know. You felt like there was a lot of shit going on in this episode. I thought it was fucking juiced up. Tell me. That. There's so much. There's, I thought there was a lot in it, but what I was saying before, do you just just before we started recording, is that I, w- I want to start bringing it back to Sophie a bit. Mm. So I think we should go through it all and talk a bit more about the lethality of these things because, I mean, this is something we were talking about while we were watching. That there are lots of. Um, hectic situations that emerge in all of these relationships, Mm. if we want to call them those. Especially, for instance, there was a a big focus on Katie and Scott. Mm. And Katie and Scott are this, like, uh, archetypically dramatic couple. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of them, like, uh, both of them very proud, both of them deriving a lot of enjoyment from a sadomasochistic power game. That they're both implicated in. Both very jealous. Both very jealous. But um, I don't see either of them killing themselves over one another. They're sort of, they're playing a game and the stakes of the game are high, but the stakes of the game for those two are not life. Like, I don't think that their lives are on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh I mean, I'm watching a television show, of course, uh, um, very superficially involved in the mm. psyches of these people. But for some reason, mm. for for whatever whatever um, for whatever conve- convention of narrative, those two don't look deadly to one another. Even though they don't look like they're being nice to one another, even though they don't look like they're being affirmative or yes. Or um, they're at each other's you know, throats. They're, they're, miserable they're not in a happy, happy. story mm. yet. It just doesn't look like one of them's going to die. Whereas, but does it not? Mm. Does it look? It do, does it? Is it that it doesn't look like they're going to kill themselves over this, or that we just know that they haven't? Because actually, if we didn't have yeah. that information, it sort of looks like they're more. They're teetering on an edge. Well, but I was going to say it doesn't look like Sophie's going to kill herself either. No. Well, but, but her relationship is seemingly quite happy. Well, it's not. That's the th- that's. I mean, that's the thing is that. So, in the two episodes we watched, in the quickest possible terms, Katie and Scott had a huge toing and froing. One was up, the other was down. Then the other was up, and the other was down. Which has characterised their relationship m- more sure. often than not. Whereas Tom and Sophie scarcely featured, except for the moment mm-hmm. during which they uh, fought. No, d- they declared love to one oh, another. Oh, you mean just in these episodes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they featured more when they were fighting, mm. and now that they're not fighting, uh, we have a declaration of love 
by um, Sophie to Zara. Sophie said to Zara, I'm going to ask him to be my boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, which w- took us both by surprise because we've been watching them the last few weeks and just thinking, fuck, they're just, there's nothing there. It was complete surprise. Right at the beginning of episode 19, they're putting on their makeup and Sophie's sort of talking freely and says, I want to go on a date with Tom. Mm. I want to ask him to be my boyfriend. Yeah. And it's like, why? And she looked really excited <laughs> about it. She, and then she, she did, said, now that I've hard. found him, I just want to run away with him. I want to run with run away with him and ask him to be my boyfriend. Where, whereas, like, you don't look, you scarcely look interested in him. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, and, and anyway, and then uh, mm-hmm. one or two scenes later, trick of editing or whatever it was, we have... Tom walking Sophie out mm, to the pool. Mm. They sit down next to each other. Mm. And Tom asks her in a very official way, as if mm. he's asking for her hand in marriage, will you be my boyfriend? And she Girlfriend. said... Interesting slip. Mm-hmm. And she said... <laughs> uh, she said, yes, will you be my boyfriend? <laughs> very interesting. Uh, go on, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Please go on. I will. And... Um, <laughs> The point is that that I was going to make in contrast with Scott and Katie is that they didn't... It looks so banal between them, but there's something so melancholic with how far Sophie is getting from herself. It looks banal between Sophie and Tom. Yeah. 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 It does Also, yes. it doesn't look deadly, but then in light of the fact that we know mm-hmm. she's dead... Mm-hmm. It just looks so melancholic mm. the way that she's There's a resignation. just dropping herself into mm. this gruel. <laughs> she said something. What did she say? Um, she said, I, I came into the Love Island Villa. I came onto this show to let the drawbridge down. I came in to, to let someone in, she said. Did you write that down? Did she say the drawbridge? Yeah, she said drawbridge. And then she sort of tried to That's correct herself a little bit. medieval-ass yeah, metaphor. Yeah, weird metaphor. Yeah, and to let someone in. Let the drawbridge down over what moat? Mm. No, really. We don't know, but the moat is what we're interested in, <laughs> really, okay, isn't so it? Yeah. She sat a drawbridge up. And she came on to the national reality television show mm. to let that down. Mm-hmm. And I think she's given herself this task and she's fulfilling it. To let the drawbridge down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <coughs> that makes it sound like a sort of rebound of a kind. Like... Um, she's attempting something. In this exactly. She's trying to invent yeah. something, yeah. which is a noble pursuit. For sure, but it sounds as if it's in response to something that's happened that's gone before, doesn't it? Which is which Some is exactly other time in line with how we understand her connection with Tom, right? That she's trying something out. Yeah. Okay. Because there's. Do you think it's because uh, whatever immediately preceded the show was a failure to let the drawbridge down? Maybe. So with she's like, "Well, I'm just going to." Danny Cipriani. Was he immediately before the show? I'm not sure. Should we find out? I mean, I'd like to know. Because I mean, it, we don't know I mean, her entire romantic. Because we haven't talked about life. Danny for many weeks. And we don't need to. Let you know. Nope. No, no, no. no. Yeah, definitely googling now. I'm yeah, I'm googling, googling Danny Cipriani. Well, we don't know when they were together. Sophie Graden. Well, but the internet knows. But interestingly, when she was. Um, Talking to Zara, she said, I want to go on a date with Tom because I want to ask him to be my no, boyfriend. No, no, that were three years before. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. this She's had many heartbreaks. I'm reading him. from the Daily Mail. Cipriani dumped by former Miss Great Britain girlfriend for being too boring. Rugby star Danny Cipriani has been dumped by his underwear model girlfriend, Sophie Graden. But we know that she said to him, I made this he up. was too boring. She said, I, 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 said that, I said that to a reporter because I knew it would get out because I wanted to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But We're not the believing the Daily Mail headlines. I'm just trying to get yeah. the date. Okay. 10th of November 2013, three years before this episode. Was. I just don't want to, you know, libel <laughs> Sophie. Okay. <laughs> I'm not do- just trying to get the date. Okay. Um, okay, go ahead. 
No, no. So, well, so you were saying something while I was looking well, that when, up that I when missed. Well, sh- when she said to Zara, I want to go on a date with Tom, I want to ask him to be my boyfriend. Mm. She said, I don't want to do it in front of, I don't want to do it in the villa. I don't want to do it in front of everyone. Yeah, why? What, yeah. Do you, are you raising that because it's a... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the end. Maybe try uh, and know. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any ideas why my why she might not want to be viewed doing that? Um. <laughs> Maybe try and know. <laughs> um. Okay, I will. <laughs> You're right. Um, I. It's hard because we've got so little information. She was she's so little featured on these two episodes, and there was that wasn't couched in anything else. But I guess it's like um, she wants to say it, but she doesn't want mm. to actually be witnessed doing it. So that means that she mm. wants to she wants to say it to him only. She wants it mm. to have an effect only on him, not on mm. the other people. So it's like maybe it's a gift she wants to give him or maybe it's just more in the way that she's like sort of unconsciously gaslighting him, Mm. you know, because like why is she still in it? It's very clear to everybody around. If I minimise what other people can see of this relationship, I'm giving them little to work with. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Whereas she's giving him, you know, oh, let's Mm. be be my Mm. boyfriend. But then she's not actually mm. being a girlfriend in a, um, in certain important mm. respects. For instance, if it's if you're in a relationship and it's your responsibility to love somebody mm. and you don't love them, then you know what I mean? Even mm. if you're being mm. faithful to the letter of the law mm. or something like that, you're yeah. still not being you're faithful to your duty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, loving is, of course, like a, like a, um, a dialectical pursuit that is not, Easy to pin down. No. But I think that... And, in, and it's in actions, really, isn't it? It's in actions, sort of yeah. But but I think people know when they're not doing it. Yeah. They don't, you know, y- yeah. It is, uh, it's, the same as, it's the same as science. It's like science is a highly imperfect pursuit. But you know when you're not doing it. But you know it? when you're being you're fucking example. dodgy with the yep. stats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you know when you're like... You know when you're not really being rigorous with your biases. Yes. You and know when you're playing with the absence of integrity. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're not doing anything that's like illegal. You're not really, but... but I'm fudging it. Yeah, but you, you must know when you're fudging it. It's Because yeah. it's so obvious yeah. to, to oneself, you know. It's, it's so tempting to like look at your data and go, oh, okay, well, what if I just restructure yeah. my hypothesis? And yeah. it's like, yeah, I could do that. And like, what would I get out of that? Yeah. It wouldn't be the scientific pursuit. The difference is sort of like the self, um, the self satisfaction, yeah. The integ- that sort of internal integrity versus how how can I affect how other people might perceive this? Yes, and so she yeah. is looking to run away with Tom in order to affect him and only him and not the others. So I guess. Or well, maybe it's just a minimising move. She knew that it, it wasn't wholehearted and therefore didn't want to be watched. Yes, that's right. Or, or just that it's not a whole move. Because mm. it's, it's not wholehearted, instead of doing it wholeheartedly mm. and spontaneously and in front of people because mm. the whole point of devoting myself to some symbolic nomination for what it is that binds me to you mm. would be like... Um, to, well, to invest that symbolism with the with the big other, with the mm-hmm. community, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. What's the point of that nomination? Like, if it was just the two of them on desert island with no hope of ever being seen by anybody else, would I wonder if it would matter very much what mm. they called one another? Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. imagine you were just well, that's right. In a, bo- yeah. you know, I mean. And Alone ha- with another, are you my boyfriend? Yeah, or? just decades together. Yeah. Imagine that, and they, they have sex once or twice or whatever, yeah. and it's like, yeah. So we'll and then they maybe have sex yeah. again like five years later. <laughs> but we're like seeing each other. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, what are we? What are we? <laughs> we're trapped on a fucking island. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day. It was 
uh, that um, you know when you're afraid when a limb hangs over the bed and you're sure that that's how a demon will get you. Yeah, but I would have called it a monster. Not a monster, a demon. right? Yeah, yeah, like a monster. Yeah, yeah. But um, like if you have a thin blanket over you, you're safe from the monster. If you don't let a limb hang over the bed, you're safe from the monster. Yeah, they have rules. Yeah, they have rules exactly. Yeah. But I saw this funny meme that was like. A, a girl's hand was hanging over the bed and it, like a monster comes up and entwines fingers with her fingers hanging over the bed. Yeah. And then she looks at the hand and then she looks down, sees this monster holding a hand. She says, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's so great. <laughs> I saw an incredible like two panel comic um, of the monster bed theme. It's a dad, he comes in and tucks his little girl to sleep, mm-hmm. he t- tucks her into bed. Uh, and she goes, Dad, will you check under the bed for monsters? And he checks under the bed and the exact same little girl is under the bed. <laughs> and? Uh, and that's it? Yeah, that's it. Well, that's just a haunting story. But it's a two-panel comic. Right. Yeah. It's a two-panel horror story. I guess so, but isn't that... Incredibly efficient. I love that. Yeah. Oh, but also I love sort of like questioning the intimacy with you and the monster who gripped your hand. What are we? <laughs> are we exclusive? Oh, yeah. What are? What do you think we are? I'm confused. <laughs> and the monster's like, yeah, I just want to get to know you. Yeah, like I'm keeping my options open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're my flavor. <laughs> yeah. On paper. Uh, on paper, we're compatible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do want to hold your hand, but I'm not saying that, like... Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna say, like, let's hover, let's put over here t- this whatever's going on with Tom and Sophie, but I want to talk about on the on paper, because... Oh, man. As a bon mot, like, as a, like, a little, a little, a little, 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 idiom, <laughs> as a little, idiom, little, idiom. It, um, we all receive it with like, with an, you know, with a knowing ear, but right, it makes yes. fucking no sense. Yes. Where is this paper? Yeah. To whom do you submit the paper? Let's say that somebody actually did write down and go, I want a boyfriend who's got curly hair and blue eyes and a pencil pee So that's what it is, right? It's a diary entry. It's filling in the dolly questionnaire mm-hmm. it's like an adolescent magazine questionnaire is that where the paper is possibly i suppose there are examples in our culture of it it's the secret diary the dolly questionnaire yeah the um okay it still begs the question like how do you get to putting things on paper yeah i suppose the answer is going to be not satisfying and just be, it's as various as all and of the vicissitudes weir- of love. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's done conversationally, isn't it? People ask, you know, what's your type? Well, people ask themselves, what, what am I looking for? Mm. Like, I suppose people have asked themselves that question. At least these Love Islanders have. Because mm-hmm. they seem to know what their type is on paper. This is another way that I, mean, I they think perhaps they're more evolved than I am. It's like, oh, you've thought this through. <laughs> Yeah, I, I lo- would have no idea how to answer that question if someone was to say, what is your type on paper? I don't think I would know how to answer that. They have answers for it. Yeah. I mean, they know... It. You have to question the status of this knowledge. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm being tongue-in-cheek once again. Right, okay. Obviously. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know what my type is on paper. And then... But we've heard... Uh, like five people say that, none of whom, like they're all stimulated to say that precisely because they're with somebody at that, that moment that isn't yeah. their type on paper. Yeah, That's why I'm asking about the paper. Yes, because it always acts as this other yeah. against the one with whom you're attached. Yeah, I think the paper is highly flexible. I believe that no matter who you're with, you're like, oh, she's not really my type on paper. He's not really my type on paper. Does the does the paper exist mm. in order for people to be able to surprise themselves? This is a way of staying that's alive. An opti- that's an optimistic way of looking at because it. Because we like see it happen again and again. People are with people who aren't their type on paper. And they're always like, well, he's not my type on paper, but... It really surprised me. It really surprised me. You're actually me. a great so guy, it's a, it's even a though way you don't of being have sort of a, a stranger to yourself. Even though you don't have a seven pack. Yeah, yeah. 
Scott's type, why for instance. It, why can't a pack be uneven? Well, that'd be weird. I mean, the human body is like externally quite symmetrical. Yeah, but you could imagine the bottom, the bottom couple oh. joining up. Oh, yeah, that's true because the abdomen does sort of create a V. Mm. Why shouldn't it be one together at the bottom? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So Scott's type on paper is we found out was um, quite plain. He said, "Girl next door, plain." Believe it or not, and then Katie said it again separately. But they said this outside of each other's company, and Katie was like, "It's exactly his type, uh, plain." And it's like, what does that mean, plain? Wow, wow. Because she, because um, the girl we're referring to now is mm. a so-called bombshell who walked into the villa during a party in the first of the two episodes that we watched. Mm. Her name is Tina and she's a she's beautiful 21. girl. She's She's a business student from London. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not and in no way plain. No, she's really beautiful. Yeah, she's like a very beautiful person. I I believe she's uh, probably so we suspect. She seems to have a really natural personality as well. Kind of, we've seen none of it, but sure, yeah. No, we've seen things. Yeah, I mean, sure, she's not. We've seen her talking in the diary room in like a really straightforward and plain way, and like with no bluster and plain. Uh huh. Interesting. Because mm. she's not insane. Is this? Yeah. Girl next door, plain. But Olivia's not insane, but you wouldn't refer to her as plain. So what is it about Tina that is... Yeah, it's true. ...plain speaking? Is it plain speaking? Maybe. Because she's not plain looking. Not at all. I think what Scott and Katie were maybe implying is that girl next door, plain, in this world in this universe that these people exist in mm-hmm. that means no no boob job no plastic surgery no razzle dazzle you think it's just that i think it, that's no, what it might no mean. vajazzling i think so because if you think about like the ibiza world that these people exist in mm-hmm. that that might be a type those people look far right. hotter than anyone i've ever seen but they're the plain ones. But I, I think... They look hotter than anyone you've ever seen. Well, you know, they're really beautiful. They have beautiful bodies. She has a really nice face. She taste. doesn't mean it, listeners. You've seen most of our listeners. No, you know what I mean. Like, oh, yeah. They're I all mean, beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. This is, what, what, this is why I'm confused. <laughs> this is why someone like Tina being called plain, it's yeah. a wacky world to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I'm trying to make sense of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... Even though she's had plastic I surgery. I definitely want to make sense. Do you think Tina's also had plastic yeah. surgery? What? She's just had plastic surgery where she... I, I, I assume she said to the doctor, don't make me look like I've had a lot of plastic surgery. And there are plenty of women, plenty of whom we've seen really? on Love she Island, doesn't. who Sorry. say, like, just fill me up. Yeah, fuck me up, fam. Fuck me up, fam. <laughs> make me look like I'm... Because like the the girl she came in with, whose name I can't yes, remember now. Yes, her name is Liana. Liana, yeah. She's had, she, th- they were like, oh, the maximum fillers we can put in your <laughs> cheeks is four mils. And she said, yeah. can I please have yeah. 11 mils? Yeah. She like grabbed the throat of the surgeon. Yes. And was like, you'll give me 11. 11. Yeah. <laughs> 11. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess Liv has had like too many mils put in her lips. Yeah, her lips are they popping ha- out at odd. At yeah, they have like weird angles yeah. where they shouldn't have angles. Yeah. Um, even though they are full, I guess, in if you're gonna like judge it objectively. They're very full. She might have naturally full lips, but she's plumped them. I mean such that there's the bumps in the wrong places. The underside on the sides of her yeah. top lip are sort of coming I out. I wanna get my bottom lip done. You want your bottom lip done? Mm. I want my top lip done. Do you think they'll give us a two for one? Why do you want your bottom? I thought you told me you wanted your top. No, my... Yeah, you do want your top. I want my top. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lucky we're not at the doctor's. Okay. Lucky I'm here. Well, that's good. (laughs) I I like that I just exposed myself as not having thought about it properly. And uh, for I once, listen, a successful Freudian I was like, no, I believe that you've told me before that you want your top lip like me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, it would be a gift I just want to be able to do that asshole lip kiss thing like um, Katie when she goes. Oh, yeah. Whenever she's uncomfortable emotionally, she sticks out her cat's bum lips. Mm. All right. So, do you think we've properly covered paper? Look, I really don't know what on paper means. Um, she says looking at some paper. I'm looking at some paper. There are no answers here. If listeners want to tell us, write to us. Tell us what your type is on paper. That would be cool to That read. would be cool. Yeah. I want to know what people's types are on paper. Yeah. All right. What would it be? Um, what would mine be? I mean, I, I'm not going to... Please get on at love underscore mainland and DM us your type on paper. I don't care what your format is. Just make it succinct. Bullet points... <laughs> We don't have all day. The bullet points or the poetic form. No, fuck it. If you're going to write a long essay, I Prose. want that too. Yeah, I want that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will read essay. them. We'll read them out anonymously on the show. Yep. Yeah. Girl next door is not just a pejorative term. In this essay, I will discuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always starting with the negative. Yeah. Uh, when I was asked to write this essay, I didn't know what to do. Right, exactly. I was confused about yeah, how yeah, to start yeah. this piece. Many people believe <laughs> uh, that wanting a boy with blue eyes and curly <laughs> hair is in fact <laughs> quite a standard position. Au contraire, I believe it to be quite a rebellious position. Well, interestingly, um, when so, so Tina has a thing for Scott. Mm-hmm. So Tina is the new girl, the girl next door, the plain girl. She came in and she was like, I like Adam and Scott. Zara's trying to flirt with Adam unsuccessfully and Scott, we know, is with Katie. Zara's never flirted successfully, but, but nor has Adam. No, never. Never, exactly. They're both so unsuccessful at yeah. it, but they're not attracted to each other. Well, Zara thinks she might be attracted to Adam. Anyway. You know, one of our listeners from Brooklyn believes that Adam is... Um, has been thoroughly abused. Ooh. It's a, str- a strange call because especially we, they had um, listened quite far ahead mm. when uh, listened. Mm-hmm. Where are we? Add that out. What? What do you mean? Listened? That's the word. Well, they <laughs> they watched ahead. <laughs> oh right, right. right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're in a second file for second file. Um, she'd watched she'd watched quite far ahead and so knew a lot more about Adam than we did. And it's funny because Adam revealed himself so much in these two episodes compared to what we'd seen before. Oh, we just revealed seen, himself to be a shitty man. We'd just seen a very retiring fellow and who was unsuccessful at the love game, essentially. And sometimes had some nice things to say <laughs> that would cut through the bullshit. Like, we sort of thought he was okay. Yeah, because where when... I mean, the one time we thought he was okay, like, positively okay, rather than just okay through mm. not doing mm. something bad, was when Zara was lamenting the fact that she'd slept with Alex and he said, whatever, it's just a bang. Yes, yes. Uh, but I think that was just because him. he didn't give a shit. And now we see that actually that was one example... Of a personality that is kind of pathological, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he said about Liana, who was one of the two new girls in tonight's episodes, she's a stripper and she's wearing it proudly. And he said casually to a bunch of the housemates, without Liana <coughs> there, oh, you can't take Liana home to meet your mum, can you? You can fuck her, but you can't take her home. Mm. And the housemates sort of looked at him like, oh, you're a bit of a scumbag. Like, yeah. No one really like it's funny for all was of going the, for that. For the all, like, yeah, for all of the um, gender essentialism that mm. goes on in there mm. and all of the strange and, re- well, not, not strange, all of the retrograde um, opinions mm. amongst them, they're still Ibiza people. Yes. <laughs> I, I never forget that. Yes, yeah, really? Oh, no, that's bullshit. I forget it all Sometimes the time. Sometimes I forget, forget it and think, oh, they're just news agents from Teddington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you rea- then you're, you're reminded, no, they're familiar with uh, the neon lights, glitter and um, pink, f- pink feathers Tina of Ibiza. Tina is described as plain. And Adam says that you can't take a strip home to meet your mum. I remember. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, neither of those things are true. You can always take a stripper home to meet your mother. Well, exactly. And should. And should. And your mum should be a stripper. <laughs> and if she's not. And if she's not, you have the Oedipus complex <laughs> and you need antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> Just a standard antibiotic. Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it will work. Yeah, any of them. Um, so can I just quickly say that Tina and Scott found themselves able to find some private space mm-hmm. and have a little conversation, even though Katie was like losing her mind mm-hmm. over the possibility that this new girl might snatch her man away. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you look like you'd, you know, you seem like you'd be into the preppy type. And she was like, yeah, I am into the preppy type. That's right. You know, I'm not really into the big muscles. So that's another like distinction here. On paper, mm-hmm. she was like, "On paper, you're my type. I like the preppy type." So the preppy type is not a meathead. Is that no. what that means in England? It must. Preppy's not meat. No, that's right. She's like, "I like the preppy type. I'm not so into." I mean, muscles. I'm pretty sure that preppy, like the preppy, just means narrower shoulders. Yeah, yeah. But in in other respects, pretty much the same. So anyway, on paper, Scott is her type. Preppy. Narrow shoulders. N- narrow shoulders, not not a meathead. Not a... I mean, yeah. What are you, what are you calling a meathead? Because he's kind Big of muscles. meaty in the head. Big muscles. Right, okay. Yeah. So, a meat body. Yeah, meat bod. Why do we call them meatheads? But it's funny though, isn't it? Because he's funny, a meathead. It's funny what you might be able to say to the person of interest... Of what's on your list because he wouldn't freely say to her, You're my type on paper, you're plain. He would never say that. So, are there some items on the list that you can't say to the other person, but they are on your list, but it's offensive? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're my type on paper, you're 12. <laughs> and you're <laughs> or, like, you're my type on paper, you're real geeky. No, you can definitely say that. You can that. say that? Well, because geek. And nerddom are such subcultures now. Yeah. But I suppose it makes it okay because this person is saying, I'm attracted to you. You're a nerd. Yes. As opposed to just being like, no, nerd, I would never fuck you. Oh, what was that beep? I don't know. We shouldn't be beeping because. Oh, no. It just. I don't know. What happened? What has happened? I don't know, but we're on power. It's recording. It's recording. Oh, very good. Alana. That's how my booby used to say my name. Alana. 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 Alana, bring me the hot water bottle. <laughs> she didn't need a hot water bottle. She All needed no old comforts. Ladies. Oh, okay. No she comforts. She slept. She slept standing up. Not Jewish. Very Jewish. <laughs> no comforts. Right. Comforts are the, for the weak. No, just comfort. comforts cost m- money. Oh, no. It wasn't that she didn't want to buy a hot water bottle. It's just that who was she to enjoy some comfort? Mm-hmm. What was her name? Erna. Ooh. Also, it sounds quite bad because like an earner of money. What were we talking about? I don't know, but that reminds me that Adam is a bad man um, because he thinks that you can't take a stripper home, but you can fuck her. Do you think he's abused? I'm not sure. And I would like to have your friend in New York on the line Mm. to talk about it because he he really showed his true colors tonight and we didn't like it in the camera room, in the diary room alone. Mm -hmm. He was talking about, you know, him and Zara meant to have this flirtation and she's sort of into it, but I think sort of because he's the only one, she's not really interested in it, but she's saying it out loud. She's making declarations that she's interested in Adam. Mm-hmm. And they've sort of not really touched each other, but danced around it for a few episodes. But he's not into it. And he said in the diary room, oh, um, 
I don't have an issue with Zara having fucked Alex mm-hmm. in the hideaway that night. I, it doesn't really bother me at all, but I'm really glad now I can use it. It's like something that I can use oh, to say it was chilling. I'm not feeling good about this because I'm not really interested in Zara. Um, so I can just say, oh, you know, um, I am into you, but uh, I'm really troubled by the fact that you fucked Alex. It's funny. So now I hear you work. say it and I don't know if it's just because I have a like a warmer disposition towards you than towards Adam. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it's like um, maybe he's just doing that where he's like over articulating the abject part of the unconscious but he's not actually calculating in that way yes he's like this is as bad as it could be yeah, yeah maybe yeah. he's not act because yes, yes i don't think yeah now that you say it again maybe he's not saying it in like this psychopathic like oh i'm calculating the way to get out of this he's just kind yeah. of so, like on that side of whatever that spectrum is where it's like uh, he overinterprets himself. Yes. And he's like, oh, well, of course I'm going to fuck it up in this particular way. Yeah. Maybe this will mean that I can soften it out. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's still something path- very he pathological he about him. He didn't say it with any of that sort of reflection. Yeah. He was just saying it in a way that ultimately he's going to humiliate him. He was saying it out loud. He was saying, I don't even care about this, but I'm going to shame this woman about fucking someone else as a way to get out of a relationship. Yeah. And then that night, instead of cuddling Zara, he sat bolt upright the entire night in bed with Zara. Yes. And everyone else is in the room, obviously, because they share one big bedroom. The lights go off, but it's obviously not pitch black. Yeah. And they can see him. And Zara was sort of tapping him gently like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting bolt upright in bed? Yeah. And everyone else was yelling out, you look fucking scary. What are you doing? Tom Painted Egg was like, if I find you sitting there in the morning looking at me like this, it's a fuck. Yeah. But he was like, no, I just can't sleep. I had a cup of tea too late. I can't sleep. But he was so shaken by the fact that he didn't want to be in bed with Zara mm. because these two other women had come into the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, my heart for Zara. So another thing that happened in this episode mm. is that Zara came out into the garden where everyone's sitting one sunny day, like any other day. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, I've got some news. Um, oh, I've got some news. Uh, it's not great. And then the girl sort of, ran to her and huddled around her and she broke down into tears and she'd been fed the news that she'd been decrowned. And so her Miss GB, Miss Great Britain crown, had been taken off her and they'd obviously let her have that information in the house and she was heartbroken. And now she's, what did you say when we were watching? She's Miss Less G Less Britain. Less Britain. Not Miss Great Britain. <laughs> Miss Less Britain. Lesser. Lesser Britain? I no. think I just said Miss Less Britain. Yeah, that works. Like, please, sir. May I have some less? Anyway, uh as You just missed a good one. May I have some less? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank yeah, but you. it's not like please sir, can I have some great? <laughs> That doesn't really work. Please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah. <laughs> it's not more Britain. It's not Miss MB. Minor Britain. More Britain. <laughs> What's the opposite of great? Minor. Is it? It doesn't have an exact greater. antonym, does lesser. it? Lesser. It's lesser, yeah. Yeah, lesser. But that's greater, isn't it? Great. Greater Britain. <laughs> I guess Great Britain isn't even properly applied then. It's very But if you called it Greater Britain, it would seem more informal. Like, oh, just like the greater area of Britain. So Great Britain is England and Wales and Scotland. Oh, I don't know. I do know. Okay, go. So you have England. Yeah. Which is the country. And then you have... um, Great Britain, which is the island, which includes Wales and Scotland. Mm-hmm. And then you have the United Kingdom, which also includes Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Did we cover this l- last week? 
Did we really? Possibly. Oh, we and maybe some islands. Drinking bourbon during the I show. don't even know. Anyway, and maybe some islands, but um, the United Kingdom is everything like, outside of those um, land masses, including those land masses. But uh, Great Britain is the island. Right. Yeah. Do you, well, seeing as you know so much, do you know why it's called Great Britain exactly? I have no idea why it has this self-congratulatory word in it. Yeah, because it could just be called Britain. Yeah. Couldn't it? Seeing as the country is not called Britain, it's called England. There's no other like country that, with great like in it. Like the, the imperial hegemon in that area is called England. Greater. Great Britain. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, this is a really easy Google, but on this one, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather Google more Danny Cipriani facts than I'd like to Google the, the sort of etymology of Britain. Google later in bed when I'm... Anyway, I liked their housemates. When Zara was decrowned, I thought all the girls res- responded really well. They were really sex positive and supportive of her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like everyone does stupid things. And what do you care? You go on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. I liked it. They were really encouraging of her and I sort of <laughs> liked that. I hated that moment. It was a bit heartbreaking for Zara. Um, but also, yeah, she's going to go on to bigger and better things. She's like a bad bitch now. That's cool. Much cooler than Miss GB. Totally. Totally. And also, you don't you never lose having won it. That's right. You won it. And then it got taken you away because you were a bad bitch. Yeah, it's exactly. Even better. It's so better. True. It's way better. I mean, and we were talking about this during the thing, weren't we? It's like she didn't even, when she was talking about it in the diary room, she didn't even seem she said she that was put off by it. Gutted. Gutted. Mm. Being gutted. Mm-hmm. But I think that... I think she didn't want it in the first place. I think she went yeah. on... Yeah. Part of going on the show was in order to lose it. We know from our you know, ancillary reading that she signed a contract with yes. the Miss Great Britain organisation yes. that she wouldn't have sex with anybody in the show. And then she went on there and fucked somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. whatever. The, the moment ran away with her or something like that. But it certainly seems like she wasn't really that into Alex. Mm-hmm. He's a very fit fellow. Very fit. He's a beautiful man. but Hottest man on the show. Easily the hottest person on the show yep. out of any of the Possibly people. Possibly true. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so one can, like, you can understand that if she wanted to just fuck somebody, she would choose him. And I'd, But she never, in any other sense, showed any interest in him. Mm. And I think she just was like, okay, I've got to hide away, fuck mm. this guy, lose mm. the crown. That's what the unconscious was doing, mm. I think. I think this was a highly successful mistake for her. I have to agree, I think. Um, going on to Love Island seems antagonistic to the crown mm. position. I think it was a way of separating herself from the pressures of that or that title and also separating herself from her mother. Yeah. It was an escape route. We're being we're being an such escape like escape route. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I was just about to say that we're being like de- like um such stereotypical like analysts demonizing the mother. I know. Which is not what analysts do, but which no, is the stereotype. Exactly. But um, it's, not to stero- it's, it's not to demonize the mother. It's, no. It's to perhaps bring to light the relationship between child and mother. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I mean, pr- 
with with privileges come responsibilities. Mm. I mean, nobody's more powerful than a mother. That's right. And like, just cop it already. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but I mean, but there is definitely something going on, like in the in the Zara and her mother dyad. Yeah. Like, yes. There's no doubt about that. Yep. Because in the end, what takes Zara off the show is her mother's mysterious illness that seems to have no attributes. So it's always going to be some sort of yeah. And we saw a little nervous hint. breakdown. So remember when we were reading those headlines about this before having watched Vaguely. any of the show? Yeah. And we knew that Zara left the show not because of her decrowning, but uh, according to the articles, because. Her mother came down with a mysterious illness mm. and she was told about this and she had to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And we speculated then and there. Hysteria. Like, yeah. Well, like this is a hysterical response yeah. to her daughter acting out. Anyway, we seem we in episode 21, we seem to now be getting to that point because they hint at the next episode being where Zara announces that she needs to leave because she's gotten some news about her mother. And it came... Directly after the it's episode, it's so confirmatory, where she was isn't it? Yeah, it's the right. It's right on the back money. Back to back episodes. When she fucked Alex, she did that to her mother. Yeah, like whatever that, w- like the it was a a hostile letter yeah. sent directly to her mother. Do you think perhaps? I mean, we can speculate that her mother is some kind of stage parent who has pushed her into this pageant world. I mean, yeah. That I mean, now we're getting into. T- a high speculation, but something no, we like don't usually do that. Oh, no, <laughs> never, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, if you were crowned Miss Great Britain, and there were all of these caveats in your contract about behaving like how a good did girl, she get crowned ma- gri- Miss good Great Britain? Girl. Well, that's not strange to me because I'm sure she's been a very she's good girl. She so lacks charisma. Well, I think that might be part of it. Do you reckon? Well, what's there's nothing challenging about her. Yeah, but do, do, do you think she I, I don't is think even capable of saying world peace? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just being that really thick accent that I <laughs> <laughs> still can't quite make sense of that might be the unsexiest accent in the world. It wherever really that is. region of the UK is, wherev- where is she from? Wherever she's from, oh, I've forgotten. it is the unsexiest part of the world. But are you not? Are you sure you're not just coloured by Zara right now? No, because because she was. Oh, a bit of oh, a bit of toast. <laughs> oh, I have a cup of tea. Oh, toast noodle toast. <laughs> oh, all I want is a bit of a chat. <laughs> oh, a cup of tea. Oh, it's the unsexiest voice in the world. Oh, really? I disagree. Really? I don't think it's particularly sexy, but I don't think it's like. I can see how that that could be sexy. <laughs> oh, when I I'm, when I first met her on the show, I wanted to like her so much, but just and it's not. A, I don't find her unsexy. Mm. Just feel for this accent. You don't find her unsexy. No, it's. I think it's attached to this voice. Right. <gasps> Remember that show? Um, she Dracula. A cartoon about that duck that was Dracula. Yeah, C- Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Was that a whole show or was that like a part I, of DuckTales like or something? No, no, no. It was a whole show. Saturday Disney. Yeah, it was like not a full half an hour episode, I right. don't think. But he had that, um, he had that, ca- there was that character called Nanny, Nanny Boo, who would help him. Don't N- remember. Nanny? That. She had that voice. Off to Google with you. Oh, right. Nanny. Well, many people don't know actually that Nanny was voiced by Danny Cipriani's mother. <laughs> you know something, Nanny? Sometimes I wonder about you. Well, it's nice to know that someone cares. No, I didn't mean... <laughs> oh, she's Scottish. Oh, what's the use? Good morning, my lord. And what's so good about it? It's not not the same accent as that. It's Zara. not the same se- accent, is it? But you don't find Nanny sexy. Or maybe you do and you're trying to get rid of that. Docula. He's a vegetarian. 
Ducula. Yeah, it's mm. definitely not the same oh, accent. She's sexy to me, Nanny. Nanny is a bit sexy. Yeah, hot cocoa and chocky bicky. <laughs> I would love a little chocky bicky right now. That'd be nice, Nanny. I'd take a mint slice. I would. One of the... What are you, a king? A mint wagon slice. wheel. Fucking hell. Take it easy. I mean... Take a ginger snaps. I'm a member like of the professional managerial <laughs> class. <laughs> I'm not eating no ginger snaps. You just have a mint slice when you please. They're work biscuits. <laughs> Don't be you'll have a Monte Carlo and you'll like Do it. Do not palm off a Monte Carlo on me. <laughs> Some fucking family assortment. You have the orange cream one. Disgusting. No, I like the orange cream. Oh, one. you're a freak. Well, that was already uh, well established before I admitted to liking you the are orange a cream. Freak. You are not talking into the microphone. Am I not? Now you are. What about now? Very much so now. Hello. I'm eating the chicken now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want your ASMR porn <laughs> food mashup. I'm delicately kissing the thigh. No! <laughs> you are not. Please stop. Please don't do any more <laughs> ASMR. Okay, I won't do any more ASMR. Boring. Boring, Hitler. What are you texting? I'm not texting anything. What are you doing on your little phone? Just um, finding something I think would be good ASMR. I um, dread. And then, of course, I'm mm. Will not be lectured by this man. <laughs> Cat crawling across this table at me as I sit here as Prime Minister. If the Prime Minister wants to, politically speaking, make an honest woman of herself, such as his mother, who boots her dirty ass in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> she's very articulate. She's great. She's, she's so good. I like how she's so unequivocally the best Prime Minister we've had in Absolutely. so long. Absolutely. Well, well over an hour now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So what much more to say. What else do we have to say? Uh, let me scroll through the notes. Marlon and Tell, Tellwee, they're having oh. a bad time. We didn't talk about it, but they're having a terrible but time. But they're a fucking boring A terrible time. No, no, no. But this, listen... Miss Les Britain, cross that off. <laughs> 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 Done. 
Zara like Scott oh, and she admitted oh, it on the thing. By accident. Because she essentially said, oh, Tina likes Scott. She said she likes Scott just like me and Katie. No, she said, so anyway, Tina, I asked Tina who she liked. Uh, oh, a bit of toast. Let me try and get this accent. Oh, a bit of toast. Oh, I asked Tina who she likes and uh, she said um, Adam and Scott. And so we clearly have the same taste in men. Oh, that's how she did it. Yeah. She didn't just literally say... I'm interested in Scott. I'm interested no, in but Scott. She was like, Similar she's to Katie. She's interested in Sorry. Adam oh, and Oh, bit Scott. of toast. <laughs> I'm interested in Scott. Similar to Katie. Oh, a cup of tea. <laughs> Do you like a cuppa? <laughs> Do you like a bit of Scott? <laughs> oh, I like a bit of Scott. Little bit oh, of, I'd like a bit of Scott. Oh, a little touch of pencil dick. <laughs> oh, shit. All no, right. because I've just read Cross normal people. Like, yeah, that's done now. Um, Katie said, I'm not threatened. I'm not threatened. I'm very... What did okay. she say? She's very possessive. No. Um, territorial. Ter- territorial. I'm, I'm would, very territorial. Which would work better if she was with Terry, wouldn't it? I'm very territorial. <laughs> <laughs> Cross that off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but oh, that's right. Tina said, my relationships haven't seemed to go past seven and a half <laughs> months. <laughs> Four, eight, 12, 16, 20, and you thought 20, that that meant that she has only had one relationship and that's it happened to last seven and a half months. Where, yeah. yeah, it's not even a whole Omer. Not in a whole Omer. It's 30 weeks. Yeah. Maybe that's why she said it. Oh, wait. No, it is a whole Omer. What's an Omer? 49 days. Oh. It's 49 days in Omer. Yeah. So, what does Lagba Omer celebrate? The end of it? Every 49 days? It's a little middle bit where you're allowed to eat all fancy shit. It's only between... It's the 49 days between two festivals, so isn't it? (sighs) Yep. It's only it's only once Is a year. Is it between Shavuot and Hanukkah? Oh, it's definitely not Hanukkah. Sukkot. Hanukkah is not even a biblical Sukkot? festival. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it Passover and Sukkot? No. Well, yes, yes. It's it's Pesach and Shavuot. I think it's between. So it's. Leaving, ex- leaving exile. Another and thing we could Google and should already know. I think it might be between leaving Egypt in Exodus and coming to something. Lagbaomer. Lagbaomer is the middle bit where they like light a fire. Yeah. Yeah, like a lagbaom fire. Okay. What happens on Shavuot? Shavuot's the lesser Sukkot. Shavuot's the Torah. What happens? You get the Torah. Oh. The big one. For the new year. For the Frums, it's a big one. Not for the new year. It's when the when they received the Torah on Mount Sinai. The Ten Commandments. And the Torah. Nah, mate. They just get the ten, the ten seas. Mm. Moses brings it down. They've got the golden calf. Because <sighs> the Torah includes that story. Yeah. Mm. But I believe they received it then. They received the word of God. I think they received the Torah then, and I think there's some theological back, back, backwards, forwardsy that yeah. makes it makes it legit. So Shavuot is the Moses getting the ten seas, etc. The, the Torah. The Jews becoming the peeps. It's not just the ten commandments that are celebrated on Shavuot. Right, it's the it's Torah. the entire Torah. Mm. All right. Okay. Thank Tune you. In next week. Judaism.